This week's episode of the TZR Podcast is brought to you by audibletrial.com slash TZR. Start your free 30-day trial of Audible, where you can download up to 150 million, billion, zillion, thousand different books. Get that started at (laughs) audibletrial.com slash TZR. Welcome, everyone, to the TZR Podcast, episode 118. I'm your host, Justin Skirbo, and today I'm joined by Alex Schuck. What's up, Skirbo? And I'm joined by Justin Chow. I just want to do the audible trial thing again. It's... it's just, fine. Whatever. You you can do it next week. I hate you. Oh, we know it's zero exposure next week. Fuck so you! <laughs> God damn it, what oh, a tease. Man. Guys, it is good to be back. Unfortunately, Liz is not joining us this evening. She, uh... She's a bit busy. She's doing something. Yeah. I don't know. I guess we'll find out next week um, or the week after. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Guys, we have a pretty cool podcast lined up for you tonight. We've got some uh, some new hard-hitting stories to discuss. Uh, a potential N64 classic might be a Bruin. Mm. Uh, wow. Best Buy is ending their Gamers <laughs> Club program. Womp, womp. Wow. Uh, there's a whole mess of new Kingdom Hearts 3 footage that's out there in the world. And uh, is the PlayStation 4 over? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Before nice. we get into all of our, those are good topics. Yeah, yeah. Really excited. For That's this. how the news reads it too. When you watch like the local, I was yeah. trying they to leave get, that you know, more tabloidy. <laughs> yeah, one right at I the mean, end. Realistically, though, you have to kind of go in with like, here's the agenda for tonight, and then uh, the last one is one that you should stay for. Yeah, yeah. Are your children You'll never gonna get what number four is. <laughs> it's ten o'clock. Do you know where your children are? Yeah. Oh my gosh. All right, guys. But well, before we jump into these hard hitting news stories, I want to know what everybody's playing. Hey, Alex, what do you got going on in your life right now? Man, you know, I'm a little bit in between games, actually. I'm kind of waiting for some time to sink my teeth into something new. Yeah. I'm polishing off, polishing off yeah. uh, God of War. I really want to platinum that. Okay. Um, How doable is that platinum? It's very doable. Yeah. I, I ended it, and I have to just get kind of get the birds and just kind of the but last you're not of the collectibles. steam at this point because like i didn't even finish the game and well actually i haven't picked it up whenever i pick it up i get incredibly immersed what am i talking about i'd be There's really no mad at you if you don't finish no it. i'm gonna finish the game It'd i just really gotta jump back into the game it. i gotta play a game because i beat that one zone thinking especially like justin's gonna have a hard time with this <laughs> and i want you to try. i'm gonna do that on insane mode <laughs> and then you're gonna have to do it on insane you should mode. you yeah, should i'm gonna take a picture so i'm i'm, I'm cruising along on that uh, I loved it all the way through, and I just like being in that world. Yeah. Uh, so I don't the really traversal, mind like go, going like back. going between like checking stuff off your map isn't like annoying. Well, I'm gonna look it up, okay. honestly, mm. because mm. Mm. It, at this point in the game, it's like you've seen all the places, yeah. but you haven't looked in all the corners of all the places. Yeah, I mean, I use this, I, I use this logic a lot. Where if I'm at this stage in the game, I believe in myself that given enough time, I could find everything. Yeah. yeah. So rather totally than just waste that time, like just walking around, I just look it up. I don't really care you know what? at yeah. that point. Now, you, now that you said that, I feel better about myself about looking for guides. Like I, I could do that now. I could just be like, yeah, I can figure this out eventually. But I got things to now, do. There, there were it, certain games that I was kind of like unabashed about using guides. Like I, I typically don't. Like usually when I'm going to like going through a game for the first time, I won't. But uh, I think my most recent. <laughs> brush with something like that was neo yeah right like neo is a game that like you can't like you have to be good at to progress in that game right the only thing i was looking up a guide for is where those little green kodama guys are yeah yeah because like you you, 
I don't want to run through the same level 20 times trying to find this thing, so I might as well just, like, and find the first four and then fucking go. That game know? does not make it easy for you to go back and find exactly, things. Exactly, exactly. No, I get that. You're talking, like, three loading screens. <laughs> <laughs> well, all the enemies are there, too. Like, yeah, it's not, yeah. like, you don't just clear a zone, right? If I yeah, no, correctly. you're exactly right, yep. So, I'll finish that off. I mean, I'm playing uh, the baseball game, which no one cares about. And we'll the show. Yeah, man. You start as a I minor really, league. You know what's really, so funny? Yeah, wait. Will you start as a minor, like a child? So, no. Like, literally? We before. did. We did. You're right. And, uh, I, and I said, that's a great idea. Right? Like, because at the very and beginning. Imagine if you were playing the game and your parents had, like, some problems, but you were playing baseball and you had to be, like, you had to find some comfort in your friends. And then eventually it leads you, the strife. The strife. It leads well, you to, like, a. Your, your at the very s- beginning of this game, you have to choose whether you want to be, like, a power hitter, you know, focused on fielding just for contact. No, I, think, I think Justin wants more of the narrative thing. He wants his mom to be like, you're going to throw your whole life away on baseball. <laughs> no, mom, I'm good enough. I'm going to the MLB. But you couldn't, <laughs> I don't like, want Joe Live. <laughs> the last time we talked about this, you had, like, play T-ball. Mm-hmm. Like, that could be your escape. And then you just <laughs> you decide what player you want to be while you're playing T-ball. That would so, be, like, the character creation Yeah, screen. exactly. Awesome. Like, I think that could be a pretty cool way to do it. Oh, my God. Somebody do that. I was, but, I've noticed something funny about you playing this this baseball game. What's that? Can I tell you about it? So, like, I wake up really early in the morning yeah. and, and play games. Like, we're, like, even on weekends, I'm waking up at, like, 5 just to get, like, a couple hours in. And, like, every Sunday, I wake up. And Sunday morning, I look at my friends list. And it's always you. You're always on Sunday Yo, morning. Like, MLB. first thing in the morning yeah. playing MLB. And I'm That's just, true. like, I'm, like, imagining Alex, like... You know, he stretches out of bed, he, like, makes his coffee, and he sits he's down, and he's just like, let, let me cozy up with some MLB. This is my Sunday Not morning. Not to I'm say I that do. I don't do that, but <laughs> I have noticed that if I put my console on rest mode, mm-hmm. it still keeps me online and says that I'm playing the game Aww. that I'm playing. Well, that's a bummer. I'm, I'm going to keep my memory. Of, I, of I do do that, though, so I'm not going to take that away from you, <laughs> okay. but I wanted you to know that every time it says I'm online, I don't think I'm actually online. Okay. People at work have told me I'm online, like, all the time. Gotcha. And do I'm, you ever do work? <laughs> yeah, right? I know. You're so at work and it's like, And now I'm, like, self-conscious about it, so I, like, log out of the game like you're or, like, legit turn off sick the console. And, you're, and your coworkers see you on PlayStation? Like, yes, they've mentioned it. working from home my ass. <laughs> I know, exactly. <laughs> oh, wow. Imagine if uh, your bosses were, like, scoping so hard to go into the PlayStation app to find out what you're doing right now. There are bosses that would do that. Yeah, too. I'm sure there would be. Dude, I've been, like, self-conscious about streaming when I've, like, worked from home, air quotes. Okay, yeah, I can understand that. Not a problem anymore. You just, <laughs> gotta, you just gotta cough every once in a while. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, I mean, outside of that, you know, I did, I did make it to the major leagues. I know you guys are very impressed. I Super made it all the way through the minor very leagues. Very cool. Wow. But I do want, I think I want to try Hollow Knight. Dude, I know you've been talking I've been about waiting for that. Yeah. Fuck waiting for the Switch version, just play it. No, I'm not going to wait for the Switch I'm version. I'm waiting for the Switch version. You can get it on, on Steam right now for like $10, yeah, and, and it's I, so, so good. Because like, I don't think there's anything coming out that I want to jump on. I know it's... Uh, Detroit, uh, Detroit. Becoming Human comes out this week. Well, we just got Dragon's Crown. We so if Dragon's you're ever Crown. down to play Dragon's Crown, I'm down for that. Yeah. Uh, and then Dark Souls Remastered is this right. Friday as well. And I don't, I don't know. I'm still on the fence about whether I want that or not, but... I already bought it. I'm stoked. <laughs> I'm stoked about it. I'm streaming that morning. If anyone wants to come hang out at twitch.tv slash zero review, you can come watch me get my ass handed to me in Dark Souls. I just think like there's a game coming out next month that I want. Anyone? Mario June? Tennis Aces. No. I'm so Oops. stoked for that. I, I honestly think that that's going to be my I'm new gonna play primary multiplayer game. Fun. Yeah. I'm stoked about it. I haven't turned my Switch on it so long. Dude, we, we, well, Yo, we'll get to what we've been playing. Yeah, yeah. You guys Justin, go. what have you been playing? All right. But I mean, besides Monster Hunter and God of War and maybe Rocket League once this month but uh other than that like so far it's been those three and then obviously hyrule warriors with you but we'll talk yeah, about that man. when you get to you um the other thing is 
What else? I, oh, you're yeah. playing D three with some friends. I've been. I was about to mention. So Diablo three, a little bit of a throwback. I completely fell off the bandwagon when it first came out, only because of the fact of the auction house. I was like, this is dumb, well, and I don't care. That's a long the, time to fall off. That the loot system in general, even even discounting the the uh, auction house, yeah. like the loot system was fucked up at yeah. the beginning too. Well, I mean, I played it for, and this is usually how it works, especially with shows as well. Everything, basically. I'll give you, like, a good week to two weeks, maybe three if I really want to try it. And Diablo 3, I did get three weeks. At that point, I did realize that, you know what, I no longer I no longer really care about this game. So what I did realize, though, is when I'm playing it on Couch Co-op with three or four people, they did it so well. Like, this is the Gauntlet Legends that I've always wanted. Huh. Like, you can go through all of your new weapons and your new skills without stopping play. If you stopped moving, your character just follows the rest of the group. Oh, that's so great. So they can just walk you through everything. And on top of that, like, as you're playing it, there's so many more convenient features for, which about controller play, for four-player co-op without ruining the screen. And also, we have our own store, uh, our own little rule where it's like, you can't, you can't, if you mess up and, like, you add in a different uh, weapon or you're using a wrong skill, you can't change it and you can't stop play unless you go back to town so we all have to go back to town together and then we do that stuff Mm. so it's only once but overall the game i feel like plays really well with the controller in couch co-op well it i I replayed it because i started when it was all kind of janky and then kind of fell off but then i replayed it with my my old roommate yeah it's just a fun game it is a really fun game they speed they speed line all the stuff i I liked it i had my time with it right but like the beginning or when it got updated uh when it got updated down the line i i played Maybe like a few months after Reaper of Souls came out, that okay. was yeah, that yeah. was like when I was in for it. That's pretty much when I was doing it too, I think. And yeah. like the game is cool, but for after a while, it just became so like derp to me. Were you you know what I mean? Like, were you playing it by yourself? I was playing with people, but that's okay. that I actually was liking it less because I was playing with people. Because <laughs> all you do is like you just walk into a corridor, you hold right click, and yeah. then you keep walking, and yeah. that is the whole game. So, like the, the loot almost doesn't matter because you're just killing every like once you hit like near max level, nothing is a challenge anymore. You're just well, that's you're why just they introdu- melting shit. Well, they introduce that whole other shit. Oh yeah, like I the, forget the, what it's the, the I know what you mean, like the cores or whatever, and you like go into different like. Like tiers of difficulty. Yes, there's end game stuff that about. gets you some really cool stuff. There's yeah. a, and it's th- actually fun. It gets so right now. I completely agree. Right now we're only on nightmare mode or expert mode, not even nightmare. And the problem is, is that we're all in agreement. We just want to speed run through the entire game to get to the harder levels because at even even on bosses, like there during the part where you're going through the dungeons, when you die. There's no consequence. You lose a little bit of money, maybe, and but, then you can just respawn right there. That's what I'm saying. And it's like, I don't it know. It sucks well, that's when games these days. You well, remember how devastating it was to die in Diablo 2? Yeah, that's fair. That's, that's fair. That's true. You have to run back and get all your stuff. Well, games games have just phased out dying con- consequences. Yeah, yeah. But what I do want is more difficulty where I actually have to pick and choose the skills that I'm going to be using. Because truly, you can literally just follow your party and just shoot or hit in a direction, and eventually the mob will die. Yeah, this and is why on. I like the original Gauntlet Legends because you can make yourself like awesome by like equipping different items, like five way shot and all this other shit. Yeah. Like, oh god, I love that. I really liked uh, optimizing my character. Like the second time I played, I optimized uh, this wizard teleporting build. Yeah, that oh teleport build man, was that was crazy. I made an archon build for my wizard. It was pretty red. Yeah um because I, I actually i played and beat a lot of games since our last podcast yeah, what are you playing okay so uh okay so i was talking about night in the woods a bunch right. i finally beat night in the woods really cool story way longer than i was expecting it to be like we're talking like over 10 hours worth of gameplay to finish that indie game which feel, felt like a lot for me mm-hmm. um 
But a cool story. Very happy to do it. I can completely understand why it's winning these like best narrative stuff. It won a BAFTA and all this. Yeah. So like I'm happy to have played it and sort of like know what that whole thing's about. Also, the soundtrack is unbelievable. Like I'm so getting that on uh, on vinyl. vinyl. Um, which leads me to my next game, which I told you guys my dilemma the last time with Celeste. Celeste. Right. Uh, that that vinyl actually arrived today. So on Monday. I started Celeste first thing in the morning and beat it in the same day. Oh, wow. <laughs> that game is fucking hard, but it yeah. is so good. Like, it's weird. It's like, uh, it's a very sort of, like, methodical 2D platformer that it, the the biggest, like, like I don't know, uh, like, uniqueness part to it is you have this uh, air dash uh, that can go in eight directions, but the way that you interact with different stages make it really sort of, like, precise. Like, you have to time out jumps correctly and, like, you know, chart the right way that you jump through stuff. Right. And then they introduce, like, environmental elements that affect it. So, like, if you dash through a certain wall, it'll, like, project you to the other side at, like, ridiculous speed. So, like, you can't... You have to make sure you're not hitting a wall or, like, a spike or something. Uh, and then there's, like, bubbles that you bounce off of. And there, there's, there's a lot of mechanics. Yeah, there's yeah. a whole lot of mechanics to it. But a really, really solid, interesting, fun... Good-looking, great-sounding game. Yeah. So that was a. Uh, Are you happy that you got the soundtrack? Yes, a very wise purchase. Very wise purchase. But I would totally suggest that to anybody. I mean, it's a little pricey now. I think it's still like twenty bucks. Uh, and for literally one day's worth of content, it's like it seems like a steep price tag. But I haven't seen a two D platformer do what this game does in a long time. Probably since Meat Boy. Like I, Meat Boy was probably yeah. the last most interesting two D platformer I've played since. I tend to not gravitate towards those kind of games. Yeah. You know, I tried Super Meat Boy. Yeah, yeah. And there's a whole bunch of other games like that. Cloudberry Kingdom and all that. Uh, mm. Inertia or Tenertia. I remember. Tenertia. Yes, reviewed. yes, yes. Um, which is very speedrunner community esque. You know, and it's it. I, I have a certain amount of fun with it, but it doesn't grab me to perfect you know the repetitive movements of each level yeah yeah Even for speed running for like a turnersha game you realize that turnersha was trying to make everything feel really good yeah but the backdrop of the entire game was not cool <laughs> you know yeah, like see, that's that's where i think celeste nails it because even though it's like 2d pixels and stuff yeah. it really does a lot to add personality to the characters right. like they actually have personalities and the whole game is basically about like like depression and anxiety and like how you deal with it and like kind of like confronting the things that make you the person yeah. you are and stuff. Um, and it does that really effectively and like gives you a story of this girl who's like, just like, you know, committed to climbing this mountain, you know, right. it's a, it's a really cool story that has equal amounts, uh, careful and clever platforming as it does like interesting fun and, you know, compelling narrative. Hmm. So I was really, really into that. Speaking of speed running, I started, uh, I actually, started my speedrunning career in a new game this week i started speedrunning super mario 64 shit is hard <laughs> but, I'm, but i'm putting my splits down i'm really excited about it I'm, i think i'm gonna do a live stream tomorrow morning cool so if anybody wants to hang out and watch me uh fail at speedrunning that game that would be cool <laughs> um i'm only doing 16 star runs now it's like maybe like 30 minutes of actual like gameplay but it's like highly precise like really really, really? hard stuff yeah some of the tricks that i've learned are like breaking bounds of the game that i didn't know existed but like i don't know it feels so cool when you actually like get yeah, them down i mean i you know i don't hunt this stuff out but i came across a speed run of the new doom which yeah. you played yeah, yeah yeah uh the first level of doom i don't know if you remember it i do so where you, you start with the pistol have you seen the speed run of that no 
you can beat that level in 15 seconds. Wow. What? Which is like, he like walks outside, looks down at this very specific pattern. You can see where he's looking. Mm -hmm. And he like jumps and I think he shoots or something. Oh, and he clips through the wall? He just, no, he gets fired off like over kind of the map and he falls through part of the level and he basically lands at the console that you push to end the level. That's That's awesome. There's there's a lot of crazy speedruns like that. Mario 64 is like, it involves clipping and stuff, but you're not. Typically, you're not cutting out huge portions of the game. Like, one of the first tricks that I learned is called Bomb Clip. You know in uh, Bomb on Battlefield? You know how there's, like, the chain chomp in front of the gate with yeah. the star there? So, the the slow way of doing that is by ground pounding the thing so the chain chomp hits the thing yeah, and it right. bounces away, right. right? There's a faster way that you can do it where to the right of that whole, like, entrance way, there's a bob that's sort of just walking in a circle. If you grab the bob and then, you, you know how you can triple jump? Mm-hmm. If you jump and then... As you ascend on the second jump, like the second you hit the ground, if you throw the bomb at the same time, so it's you and the bomb are now on the same trajectory, when you go to fall, you will hit the ground slightly earlier than the bomb. Okay. If you can orient yourself towards the bomb and grab it the second that you land on the ground, it freezes the bomb in like its exploding animation. Oh my god! And it and it it takes the like the inertia from that explosion and pushes you backwards while you're holding the bomb. So like, it, it's really crazy. So you grab it and it's pushing you back so fast and in this direction. Uh, during its explosion animation, that when you throw it, it pushes you with so much speed that it you can clip through the gate that the oh, star really? is behind. Yeah, so it's like huh. so it's like you run up, you grab the bomb, jump, jump, and then as you hit the ground, you grab the bomb again, and it propels you backwards, and then you throw the bomb as you appear to the door, and then you the completely way, bypass. How the hell do people? Dude, I that don't way? know. It's, it's like they it's just insane. To it's me. like they notice one weird frame where yeah. something's. Where things overlap and they're like, what is? And their technical mind can depict exactly what that is in order to like exploit it. It's absolutely crazy. The man. Only, it's insane. The only thing, the only time I ever overlap with this in my gaming career, I think was, uh, I think it was Halo Three in the multiplayer maps, or was that Halo Two with the the super jumps? Do you guys remember this? Oh no, uh, there were like uh, specific vaguely. corners or spots on the ground where if you if you jump onto <laughs> Zanzibar, it shot. Yeah, Zanzibar had one and. It, I like, think just ascension propelled you like super yeah. high in the air. Yeah, so pe- so people would try to use that as like try to make strategies around that ability. It it was rarely that like you'd catch people by surprise, yeah. but like one of them you'd get way up high and you could shoot people and you you you'd get them. But I mean you're exposed as well. But yeah. I I loved that that was in- they didn't take that out. Yeah, you know? yeah. I loved that that was integrated into. Yeah, yeah, and you could see people try to do it. And... Dude, Halo Two is so good. Oh my gosh, yeah, Halo Two is so good. All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> They're making it. Actually, that's Magic we're about to get into the news, right? I can just drop a hot one on you right we, now. We we are right about there. Drop a hot one. Yeah, I'll, I'll let me just drop a hot load real quick. Okay. <laughs> also, we're playing Hyrule Warriors, and it's really fucking. Oh good. yeah, did you want to talk about that before I drop my load? It's just really good. It's really feel good. free to drop loads. <laughs> All right, here we go. Um, this is not really like that big of a topic, but it is something that was talked about today that they. 343 announced that they are making a Halo 6. Mm. It's like in development. Mm. You think we'll see something in why E3? Didn't, why didn't they wait till E3? I'm sure it got leaked and they just like... Then mm. someone questioned them about it and they're like, yeah, we're making it. Dude, the leaks are coming with full force, man. That's al- like... It always happens around this time. Two or yeah. three weeks out, what a shame. everything is ruined. What a shame, though. You know what I mean? I'm really down. I'm, I'm, I was like the but, biggest Halo fan ever. But... And you're down but, on Halo right now? But is it absolutely terrible to be on the poles of the industry you know you're like, totally skipping topics right now yeah, yeah yeah no i was just talking about like leaks in general i know is that one of the topics we're talking about 
No, that was last podcast. No, in, I in, mean, never mind. Yeah, in regards to Halo, though, uh, yeah, like, are you not, like, super, like, confident in Halo as a franchise? Well, right did now? you guys play Halo 5 Guardians? Yeah, of course. It was I have it, but it's not open ever. Yeah, like, the, the campaign used to be the strongest part. And that campaign was, like, Garbage. sorely You didn't lacking. even play as Master Chief as much. I remember you complaining about that. Yeah, I mean, like, there were... It was, like, a polished campaign, but it wasn't, like... Fun. fun. It wasn't compelling. <laughs> it wasn't compelling. I didn't give a shit about what I was doing. I was just moving from point A to point B. The game you know? is fun. You always wait for those moments in Halo where, you know, something shit's about to go down. Right. And then you hear the, like, wow, yeah, and, right, right. and you feel, like, Master Chief. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just yeah. blowing stuff up with vehicles. And, yeah. Uh, trying and, to escape a place with a vehicle. And yeah, and Halo Five, I mean, they, the last level I think had some escape thing, but it didn't feel like that. Yeah, yeah it didn't have. You, that, had, you like, fought the same boss like five times. It was just not. I wonder what um, what they could do with six to like really turn people around on it because like you're not alone in the way that you feel. There's a lot of people that had similar reactions to it. You know, I, I mean, I know it's kind of like how I felt about Gears. Mm. Um, after. I, quickly, I did not play four. I heard no. I mean, I quickly whatever things. We about played it. one together. One was great, and I was so one was revolutionary for me. So pumped about it. Like I thought this was, I thought this was birthing like a brand new style. You didn't play game. any of the later ones. Well, I, I played two. I played we, more of. I played three two, than but any of them. I, I did play three. Really didn't care about yeah. two as much. Like it, the luster had totally worn off yeah. gotcha. by that point, and yeah, now yeah. I was just playing like Gears again. It was more of the same. See, I like three. They they added a lot of cool multiplayer stuff in three. Halo lasted a long time for me, and maybe because I was I had my Xbox friends that I don't hang out with as much anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's crazy that we can even say that we had Xbox friends, but it's totally true. Yeah, I know. All, it, all friend circles move in waves, man. Like, yeah, like there's definitely like friends that I used to have that would play like, like I had friends that would only play Street Fighter, and like I loved playing Street Fighter with them, and I don't play Street Fighter as much anymore because yeah. I'm just like not hanging out with them as much. Yeah, um, yeah, that is the thing. I mean, that is the thing. I miss those days and. I think that's partially it, but the game is also just not the same. It doesn't yeah. feel the same to me. Would you think that, <clears throat> going back to the Halo 6 announcement situation, right? do you think that Halo 6 for the franchise is almost on like one of those like like that, that climax moment, the same that like Final Fantasy was with Final Fantasy 15? Would you say that this is the make or break moment? No, because no. Square and Final Fantasy had a kind of a history of misfires before right. that mm-hmm. they had a lot of kind of like mess ups and people were wondering if they if the was the magic gone like right. could they even make a functional game that was right. like fun yeah halo's just like i mean it's sold mm-hmm. people played it a lot yeah so, so you think it's like at the beginning of that they could cruise for like three more games so you're saying like they're probably at like a final fantasy like 12 time right I don't think they're they're definitely not in a dire situation, but it's starting to feel stale. You know, they're approaching. I'll mm. say approaching Assassin's Creed. Uh, yeah, okay, I can see that, that level of like. I would mm, say for me, what a shame too. I was looking at like the the Prince of Persia games a little while ago, yeah. and I'm just like, man, those were great, and they got replaced by Assassin's Creed, and now Assassin's Creed is like they totally did. Wow, so tired. Like they I totally did. And I lo- I still love Halo, and I think they could turn it around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but since Bungie left, I feel like the heart's not has not been. Oh there. yeah, no, 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 exactly. It, you know, somebody made a really good um, a really good point about this. I can't remember what YouTube video it is, so I'm sorry for lacking uh, citation here. But uh, somebody was saying that Xbox is is mishandling their studios in a way yeah because if you look at something like 343 industries right before they were bungie bungie was 
they were just Bungie, right? But now the new company that's responsible for Halo literally called themselves something based on the series that they develop. So it's almost like they pigeonholed themselves where it's like, what, is 343 not going to make a Halo game? Right, that's They're true. made I mean, off of Halo. It's same thing with well, Go- same thing with Gears of War. Gears yeah. of War is made by Coalition. It used to be made by Epic, and now it's made by a company whose name is emblematic of the series oh, that they're yeah, known that's for. That's actually super lame. I it's so dumb. I it never makes... connected those dots. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, it's like, no, now you have the Gears developers and you have the Halo developers. Well, it's funny, and it's kind of a, an appropriate title for a company because to me it feels like 343, they're making games pretending to be Bungie. Yeah, you know? yeah exactly. exactly. Bungie made these like. games and they're pretending to make a game that Dude, Bungie that's exactly made. what, what like happened with Gears of War. the same way. Right. I feel like the fans feel the same way. Like you, you come out with. I remember when the first game came out from three four three, and everybody was like, "This is the make this was or break." Halo Four, I think. Right, and this was like, "This is the make or break for like." Is Halo going to be the flag, the flag bearers? Now, are they going to be essentially able to carry that weight? And then people were like, "Yeah, I think they did a pretty good job." Like Halo the story was, was good in that one. It was the multiplayer that suffered. Yeah, and they kind of flip flopped because the multiplayer was actually pretty good mm-hmm. in Guardians. In five, uh, in five, yeah, Halo yeah. Five I did Bros. have fun with it, but just not enough people were playing it. You know what I mean? Like it, it wasn't a consistent enough thing. Yeah, at the time, I, I don't know. Like yeah. I, I played a lot of uh, what was that new mode? Breakout. Yeah. Oh yeah, I had some fun with that. I think I played with you guys. A we couple did. Times. Yeah, yeah, we absolutely did. Um, and I'll probably, I mean, I'll pick up the new one. It's Halo. I, I, there's always gonna be a love for it there. Right. Yeah. But uh, they did. They've been losing me for a little while. Right. You know, I was, re- I really liked Reach, and I liked what Bungie did before Reach. Yeah, and uh, it just hasn't felt the same. Maybe it's because I'm getting older, man. Yeah, I was gonna say but, like uh, it, it could be nostalgia goggles. You never know. Yeah, you know what we could also have nostalgia goggles for? What's that? A new trademark that Nintendo just filed yeah. for the N64. Now, obviously, everybody sees this and they think, "Well, it's going to be an N64 classic." I mean, how do you guys feel about it? I'm like, I'm like, duh, it's going to be an so N64 it's, classic. It's weird though because, like, I mean, it makes sense to have an N64 classic, right? But at the same time, I remember we were talking about this a little earlier, but. A lot of the games that I'm nostalgic for were made by Rare, and if are, are, do you think they would be able to like actually pull those licenses? I I don't think that the licenses no straight up no. So like they're not gonna have Goldeneye or Perfect Dark on the no, N64. I don't think I don't think you will. But there's so much star power on the N64 that even if Nintendo only went with Nintendo published titles, it would still be a kick-ass system. You're talking Mario Kart, Smash Brothers, Smash Su- Brothers, Super Mario great. 64, F Zero X, Pokemon Stadium, Yoshi Story, Pokemon Snap. Like, I could keep going. There are so many fantastic games that they made on that system. It's it's unreal. I just want to see what it Jeff looks like. Jeff Gemini. It's oh, going to be... No, that was rare, too. That was rare. It's going to be adorable. Like, it, tiny little... It's going to be like... But here's the thing, right? And I was this, also this thinking about this. This is a great point that I was just thinking made. about this. The N64 controller is fucking huge. Yeah, you look at is. the size of the SNES and the NES console, like, uh, classic boxes. They're small. They're petite. They're nice and compact, right? But you think about, like, an N64 box with... That thing is going to be a giant controller with a tiny system in it. Yeah. How and then we feel... were talking about the ideas of... I'm sorry to No, no, go ahead, go ahead. But we were also talking about the idea of, like, imagine if they do go up in price with something like yeah, this, yeah. right? And imagine if they gave you two controllers. Or what if they had a party pack of four controllers and in- introduced, You need like, four controllers on the N64. That's half right. of the appeal of that right. console. Right, exactly. And also you know? Mario Party. Imagine if that was in there. Ooh, Damn, that'd be Mario great. Party, right? Right. This is what I'm saying. There's there's a lot of but variables with a system like that this. That controllers are so goddamn big that you would have the N- it would say N64 classic, but it would be as big as an N64 original box How with the four controllers. Would you feel if they changed the controller? 
because they don't need that big ass no. back part. They had the brawler. No, it, would, it would piss me it, off. Yeah, it would piss me it's off. It's not nostalgia based. I know that it's not classic anymore. Right. The know? thing That's is, the whole half thing. of your experience with a console is the controller. I mean, really it. think about it. Yeah. Like any console you play, you have the the feelings and memories you do because of the controller. If you're not, then you're just playing fucking emulators. Right. You know what I mean? Like, no, the controller is critical to the experience. If I don't of get that a game. blister playing Mario Kart, some. I mean Mario Kart, Mario, Mario Party, Party. Yeah, man. Then someone did something wrong. Yeah, right. Exactly, exactly. I don't know. I I think that it could be an N sixty four classic. I mean, if yeah. this thing were to come out, right, this N sixty four classic, do you? What do you think the price point would be for it? Because this SNES went up a little bit. It was yeah. what eighty? Yeah, I think it went up ten or twenty dollars. Yeah, bucks, yeah, from sixty bucks. to twenty. I could see this being nine ninety nine, ninety nine ninety nine with four controllers or two controllers or two one controllers. controller with two controllers. Hmm. I mean, do you think they'd sell other controllers separately? Absolutely. You go mm. you go up to a hundred dollars, you're talking like, okay, now I'm making a consi- like an actual purchase. I know, it's like know? a legitimate this right, exactly. like some trinket I can hang when on I my bought, tree. When, yeah, right. If you buy an S uh, an NES uh, classic, classic with twenty games on it, sixty dollars, no brainer, right? You talk about the SNES at eighty dollars, well I like the SNES a little bit better. That's a no brainer too. But it's slightly getting into the questionable region. N sixty four obviously it requires a little bit more I suppose a hundred dollars and now you're like man that's a hundred dollars maybe eighty nine but I think it will go up I, I think it has to I mean you know one of the metrics that I was given uh, the guys on the uh, the podcast we were on last night the Rcast by the way if you want to hear Justin and me talk about all kinds of crazy stuff cool cool podcast <laughs> um, what's called so the um, the the argument was that the <clears throat> think about the the Virtual console on the Wii, right? right? NES games used to be like five bucks a pop. So reasonably, you're getting twenty on a console. Sixty bucks is kind of a steal for that. But when you move up to to N64, each of those are ten dollars a piece. So you figure ten, twenty games in there, like, like over a hundred dollars, does not seem that crazy at that that's point. Wait, they're ten dollars now, or they're ten dollars? They were on the Wii Virtual Console. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that 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 is what th- that's the closest recent valuation that nintendo has provided of n64 content why would i spend why would i as nintendo spend money on the tooling and pricing and the structure and the selling of an n64 of an n64 classic to produce those mini consoles and then package in the market versus just throwing something up on on a virtual console that can get me ten dollars per game right don't, because they know they'll make more. Well, yeah, on I, I think on a I mean, that would be the basis. only time, right? But then if it was, it, like, so for instance, if each of those games on the N64 console were $10, you're essentially just talking about 10 games. But if you're selling it at $100, you're selling, and they would probably give, what? 20 games. Right, exactly. You'd Every class console 20. had about 20 games. Right, but what I'm saying is, like, the N64 on the Wii, you're buying them at, what, 10? Well, I mean, were the N64 on the virtual console? No, yeah. Right? yeah. It was? So then it was, like, $10 per, per game, mm-hmm. right? So then that's... Could you make more money on the software versus the hardware? Is basically what I'm trying to say. I don't. I th- I still think you'd make and the fr- I think you'd make more with the the hardware. Um, I have a f- and I think the the fervor that comes with it too. Like you're almost guaranteeing that they'll people will buy the GameCube Classic. You know yeah. when it comes out next, or when they re-release the SNES because you know they will. Do yeah. you think that they would go so far as a GameCube Classic? I don't think they'd do that. It can't get any smaller, man. Dude, they're already they're making individual remakes of GameCube games on 3ds. We're getting we're getting original luigi's mansion on 3ds yeah yeah like to me it's like i think those games are still too new it's that they're like remasters right yeah, or yeah. It's gonna be the same game just with uh hyped up graphics that's, Yo, that's thought, where you slightly. get smash wind HD. waker hd twilight that's Princess what where you HD. would get a smash hd right but they wouldn't give you smash hd on the switch if the switch smash game was coming out i feel like that would just cannibalize their sales a little bit 
It wouldn't happen. Mm, I don't think so. I, it's not going to happen. I, I feel like I feel like to a certain extent, Nintendo's like, we just need to not talk about Melee anymore. Yeah. Like, it's done. Like, it is what it is. What if they have a deal with Sega to do a Sega Genesis Mini? Well, they've already had theirs. Yeah, but that thing kind of... They all suck. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, bad. like, works, but... It does work. You know what's not going to work soon? Your Best Buy Gamers oh. Club... Oh, wow, those transitions, little, though. Those transitions. Uh, uh, discount card yeah. thing. This is a huge bummer for me. So, so basically, news came out this past week that Best Buy Gamers Club will be no more. Uh, for those unaware, uh, Best Buy offers this Gamers Club program, which is $20 for two years. Or, I'm sorry, $30 for two years to be on this program. Uh, and it saves you 20% off of all video game software. Uh, and if you pre-order certain games, they also give you, like, a little $10 gift certificate spiff for mm. pre-ordering stuff. So, like, f- for someone like myself, like, me and my brother signed up for this program, I don't even know, four years ago. And it's the only place where I buy physical media anymore because it straight up doesn't make sense to buy games elsewhere. Yeah. Because it's like, so God of War, Logically, for example. Right. I pre-ordered God of War from Best Buy. I only paid $48 for it, and I got a $10 gift card. It makes no sense. Why, like, why would you not do that? And you, you know what I mean? And you don't... I mean, as a retailer, you're not making a How ton are they still of money. In business? I know, right? They're just giving <laughs> well, away well, fucking products. This is exactly why they're probably getting rid of yeah, the program because yeah. it's not, you know, like, it must people not have be... seen this situation where they're like, "Of course, I'll pay for this because I'm going to make so much more money off of you than like I'm going to th- save more money." I think this was their answer to digital distribution, which was probably killing a lot of their sales. And then oh. they thought, "Well, hey, you know." have the retail experience and you'll save you know almost twenty dollars like that's not bad are people if you're buying the game for if you're buying a straight up 60 plus tax game for 40 something dollars 48 dollars right plus a 10 dollar gift card which you can use i guess towards your next pre-order yeah. game dude this is my then, life this is what i've been yeah, doing right, exactly <laughs> so with that math wouldn't you i mean you could just take you could just pre-order a bunch of games and then just sell it on eBay and make yourself like a ser- like a serious like 20, 20 bucks. It's like <laughs> a it's like a serious twenty bucks. That is game. that is more hassle than it's worth. You yeah, you might, right. you might be right. Um, but it's it's great. Like I mean, I re- I really enjoyed it. It sucks that that is going away. Yeah. Now I have to pay full price for games. Fuck my life. I mean, well, you can do the Amazon thing where you save like four dollars. <laughs> yeah, that is cool. But with that, you have to pre-order it, and it's uh, you know, it has to be like bound to your account or and whatever. Sometimes like, it doesn't show up at your door on release day. Well, and here's the thing: even with the Best Buy thing, I I would be able to like hook friends up and stuff. Like when Pots, like because right. I'm not buying stuff on Xbox. So like when Gears of War four came out, Pots was like, "Yo, I really want to get that game," and I was like, "You should come to Best Buy with me, and we'll just get it." And he was like, "All right, cool." So like he would use it. My brother had like we would all use the same phone number and just like get games off the one cool saving grace to it is that they're not kicking people off of the program so for however long you've been signed up for before you get it for that long oh really so i'm i will still have these benefits until uh december of 2019 oh damn wow So i've got i've got some time left basic 2019 yeah so you have more than a year and a half yeah so i will definitely be using it (laughs) the the only caveat is you can only get two of one item so like when God of War came out, like my brother wasn't getting it, so Potts and I both got it for yeah. forty-eight dollars. Okay, it's pretty. So great. people that have been on the program for four years have another four years. No, it's like, um, like if you prepaid, you like pre-pay. like I paid up until oh, December twenty nineteen. Okay, okay, yeah. you're probably going to be out of all those memberships by like twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you can't like sign up for, again or renew or whatever. I gotcha. Okay, yeah, damn. All right, guys, what do you say we get into some some more hard hitting news? Hard hitting. Okay. You know what hit me hard? All of these videos that I'm seeing come out of uh, of Kingdom Hearts 3. I have seen no less than, like, 40-plus minutes worth of, 
like available footage, I've noticed that the footage is available, but I'm not watching it. Because yeah, you know what? Same. Fuck that. Like, this game is literally at the finish line, and you're going to dump all of this content out right beforehand? Yeah. Like, I just personally, like, I'm curious how you guys feel about this, but I just personally do not understand why someone would want the first 20 minutes of a game that we've been waiting over 10 years for. I think... Like, it makes no sense. I remember sitting down, like, freaking E3 2006, hoping for them to, like, dim the lights at the end and be like, now we're going to get the Kingdom Hearts 3 announcement. Oh, my God. And it I never mean... fucking came. That was 12 years ago. If you're a person like yourself, you just don't watch those videos, right? If you're a person that is, like, really skeptical as to the entire development of a 15... What is it, 15 years? 15 years? I don't know. Decade plus. Something like that. Decade plus game that's been in fucking development for a long time. Maybe in order to persuade you, they're like, you know what? We're just going to throw out the first 20 minutes. And just to show you that this game is real, and you're going to get a game, and it's going to be fun... And this is the thing. But if you're already, if you guys already know, if you guys already know you're gonna buy the game, and I just, you I, just don't watch that. I guess it's just video. a weird situation because, like, I'm, I'm like already, yeah, I am in that in that boat where I'm like, I'm already convinced I'm gonna buy this game, right? right? But it's like, I don't know. I value every like chunk of narrative and and gameplay like yeah. revelations yeah. that I have. I like, agree. I value that so highly. So yeah. it's like, you know, dude, I read a comment, a, a quarter of a comment about something about God of War about something that I don't think I've experienced yet. And it was like the smallest, like four words of things. And I was like, Oh my God, could that that be a possibility? And now that I even consider that being a possibility, I'm angry. (laughs) You know, I have have only yourself to blame. Well, I was reading comments of something else. And then somebody just mentioned, ha ha ha. Isn't this like, dude, just beat the game and then you're invincible. That's what I mean. Just beat the game and then you're invincible. You're right. You're right. The longer I wait, the more chances of me getting fucked up. Like to me, I'm on the fence about getting Detroit Become Human, right? Why is that? I mean, I'm just not oh, oh, guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. So, but you know it's going to be spoiled like crazy afterwards. But, like, if someone put in front of me, like, hey, you want to watch 20 minutes of this game to make make up your mind? Yeah. To me, that's still like, no. Like, that's not making up my mind. That that might make me less likely to play it. Yeah, because, because then you're, you're like, oh, I, you know. Yeah. That's, that's 20 minutes about. of content that I... That I'm, I'm not paying for it. You're gonna have to play yeah. through again. You yeah, know? exactly. Then right. you get to experience in a less cool way first. Exactly. Yeah. That, yeah. That's how I look at it. So there's there's rarely an instance unless it's like a so bad that I know I'm not gonna play it, and it's I'm, I'm like looking at it for laughs almost. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what if what if Square Enix is just? I mean, I wouldn't say that Square Enix have been has been hitting games out of the park lately. Like I. I mean, they've they've done well in certain things. Like they're still alive, but the the other thing is <laughs> yeah, like you know, great. at this point with a game like my, uh, Kingdom Hearts three, like you got to feel like they've probably put so much obvious time, but so much money behind it. Like they're probably like grasping at straws at the moment to make sure that sales essentially get over their costs. You know, they yeah. they have to somehow get there. Yeah. So they're like anything is possible, and if this is the thing, then yeah. But it does suck, and it's not it's not. It, they could probably do something much better, of which I don't know what that would be. You know? Yeah, I don't know. I, it's just when I see when I see huge swaths of footage like that, I just can't help but like. Cringe it's difficult. A bit. Yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. You look at that timestamp and you're like, wow, fifteen minutes. Uh, no, that's, yeah, not, a tra- exa- that's exactly. not a trailer to sell me. That's a that's a playthrough. There's, there's a let's there's play. no world in which I watch that. It's, yeah. it's <laughs> just so it's just so funny because it's like it's almost like the. <sighs> it's like when i look at all of these different things like ign has theirs and polygon and all these other fucking places and it's like almost everyone is trying to one-up each other by being like 34 right. minutes of <laughs> yeah, content right? and then the next guy's like 
42 <laughs> minutes of content. IGN does that all the fucking time where they're like, watch the first 30 minutes of Last Guardian. And you're like, oh, And it's like, no, dude. I waited a decade and a half for this. Like, what am I going to do that? Still haven't played that game. I still haven't played that game. I have, I have zero interest. I could have picked up that game with Best Buy Gamers Club for $14, and I didn't. Yeah. Fun? It's fucked up, because I just know I'm not going to play it. There's just other stuff I want to play. Like high reward. You probably know at one point you're going to get frustrated and you're like, man, I don't really want to welcome that frustration into my life right now. Exactly. No, you're totally right. Trico go go fuck itself. That's why I'm worried about (laughs) Trico. The games that we've been waiting a long time for. Yeah. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Final Fantasy VII Remake. uh, It was Final Fantasy XV. Yeah. Took fucking forever. Yeah. And that. I had a genuinely good experience with Final Fantasy XV. I I had problems with it now, but like. I did it I liked it at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then it had a pretty sharp decline. I yeah. mean, we've talked at length about it. Um, and then you have uh, Last Guardian. Yeah. Which took a long time and then I think was disappointing by and large. I know I know there was, it was some... It was disappointing also because of the fact that expectations were so goddamn Well, that's what high, I mean. And, you know? and that, that might be the case for all three of these games, but it's, a, it, it is a, it's an issue. If something's yeah. been in development since 2009, yeah. 2008 or sooner... Mm-hmm. What the hell got done back then that's useful yeah, now? Right. What were you guys even doing in the first five years? <laughs> just staring at each other? They probably I mean, had to scrap it a few times. Yeah, they you definitely think, did. Right. It's not like there's one guy just making the game for you know 15 years. You stay he, in this room and until finally, you produce a game that like, gets us onto the, the, the top games of the year. Like, Dude, that's probably somebody's life. Like, That's probably a real thing. You know that's what's probably sad? Kojima's life. I have <laughs> a very distinct memory of we got the special ending. I think I was with you at Emily's house. Of Kingdom Hearts 2? Of the Emily's end of, of Kingdom Hearts 2, where mm. there was that secret ending. Do you yep. remember this? With the trailer, yes. with the Keyblade War yep. and all yeah, that Yeah, there's like this Keyblade yeah. War, and I was like, my mind was blown. I didn't yeah. know what was happening. And I remember thinking, man, this is how I said it. Man, I can't wait for that game to come out. Like, yeah. It can't be more than wow. a few years away. Yeah. That's, Dude, that's what I'm saying. That was like 2006. <laughs> that was exactly. literally 2006, because I remember after we beat that game, we were like, well, clearly they've got something going on right. here. Yeah. They have an idea. Yeah. It's right here. Why would they tease it if uh. they didn't have something working? I guarantee none of that's relevant to this game. Oh, yeah. You're wow. probably so right. You're probably so right. You guys, what do you say words. we move on to our topic of the show? I show, say show, yes. Show, show, topic, 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 topic. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> I'm just, I don't know. I'm trying to make, make things I love fun, it. Guys. It's fantastic. I'm trying to make You're doing things, a great job. To we should get a soundboard. That's we really should. should. I wouldn't Wah. trust you with a soundboard. We need, sound like, word. sound effects. <laughs> that was a hey Time for the topic yeah. of the show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. Something like that. <laughs> so, guys, we heard some news today that... Or, not today. Uh, earlier this week. That PlayStation 4 is at the end of its life cycle. Bum, bum, bum. And by end, they mean three years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, so... It's cresting. Ultimately, ultimately, it, the, this, you know... It's out of college, and now has a job, headline. and it's, it's starting a family. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? The, this, this shock and awe headline really didn't amount to much. It basically means, like, yeah, like, you know, the, the console is maturing. It's, it's basically, like, at the point where it's, like, you know, it's it's hitting its peaks, right? So it's, like, going to be on the way out in a few years, which is to be expected. I mean, most consoles have a lifespan less than 10 years. You know what well, I mean? Most consoles are between 4 and 7 and closer to 4. Yeah, and this so, one came out in 2013. So when they say, like, oh, it's nearing the end, it has another 3, like, that's almost an entire life cycle. Yeah, it's true. So that's and, really not that big. <laughs> that's, like, not that like, mind-blowing. I don't know. So So the question that this brings up for me is, like, like, what does a console's lifespan really look like? 
You know what I mean? Like, like what what does that console, like, I, I don't know, what is it trying to achieve over the course of its life? What is it really, like, when do we know that it's done? Obviously, when they announce a new console or whatever, but it's like, I don't know. Like, it's just got me thinking about, like, these generational shifts in machines. I always and, like, thought it had something it, to do with technology means. at the time, you know? Like, if I if I was to go back to N64, no, yeah. If I was to go back to the, what you call it, the N64 to the GameCube, like, I would think that, yeah, at the point of which I was reading about the GameCube, I was thinking this is just where graphics and technology is at Are this right moment. now. Right, yeah. exactly. And having not upgrading the hardware of the N64 into a better solution is just going to set that into it's going to set that into the sunset essentially yeah i mean i think in a lot of cases uh new consoles are brought about because like they know that people that play video games want the newest coolest shiniest thing right Right. when 3d graphics was it it was like oh my gosh we need everything 3d and and you know then subsequent generations were all about like how much crazier can we get stuff to look i remember looking at the game informer with my with my friend and just seeing the zelda and the samus like screenshot the key art of the gamecube and thinking graphics are not going to get better than this. Yeah. Like, the next thing is just real life. Like, well, yeah. what we, is happening? We had a long podcast about whether yeah, it was worth ter- it to get Xbox yeah. One or PS4. Yeah, yeah. Um, now look at us. And there's, <laughs> there's, I know, right? But there's a lot of factors that go into the end of a life cycle, right? Like, to, you, you kind of see that bell curve of sales. Mm-hmm. Um, you keep an eye on what your competition is doing. Like, uh, how's your software doing? You know, is it time? And, I mean, then technology does come into play. Because there are a lot of a lot of things the PS4 can do that the PS3 can't. That's true. Like, and same it surprised thing with, me. How... Same thing with the Xbox One to the Xbox. For sure. But it's almost like now, you know, now that we're, we've engaged in these half-step consoles, right, the Pro and the Xbox One X, I mean, these are essentially consoles that are that are doing that. They're meeting the technological peaks that they, that they can reach at this point, you know, that they can put into right. a product. So I'm thinking, like, what's going to make, like, a PlayStation 5 be like, holy shit dude you see the playstation 5 like she's gonna be contact you know, lenses like well that's the thing do you remember it, it, it's funny i say that's the thing but like do you remember uh the playstation 2 advertisement for playstation 9 do you remember that like the, no wasn't it like i don't know Go so ahead. so back when the playstation 2 Oops, came out sorry. there was this really uh i, I mean i guess I, i'm one of the few that remembers it but it was like a pretty famous commercial where uh it was like playstation 9 and it was like a a, a like an crystal orb, right? sphere okay. that once it like opens like this gas comes out and goes into your eyeballs and then you're like fucking hallucinating crazy ass <laughs> video games and shit and then at the end of the the trailer it was like spoken. it was like revolutionize your mind with playstation 9 and then like it fades out and it's like like you know like so, something about like the future's the future where we're headed to is where we start now playstation 2 you know what i mean wow so like so in my mind like i'm now using that fake commercial like <laughs> as like the chart of like okay we Amen. have exactly five or five generations of consoles to get to the point where gas is entering our eyes to play video games. <laughs> well you know what's along those lines you know? three years down the line i think vr is still going to be around yeah um, do you think it's going to be a novelty, or do you think it's going to be like how how you play games? I think if it, if it comes prepackaged with that, and it's like wireless, it's just you know baller graphics right in your face. Like you could play regular games with that on, mm. and if it's comfortable and like I, I, that could be a huge selling point. If it's, I if do it's really doable. hope, I do really hope that the VR thing continues. But I mean, all the things that I've been seeing has just been like just VR sales aren't what we thought they were going to be 
And so I'm not sure. I'm afraid that people might think that it's going to just be a risk to continue into the next generation. It's not dying, though. Like, they just released a new Oculus, a few new Oculus versions. Hmm. With the well, Oculus I, Go and then... Uh, yeah, I mean, I think the technology is definitely developing. It's getting smaller. It's getting easier to use and all this stuff. And that's and why we're seeing these... I meant, like, they thought that this industry was going to be worth billions right off the rip. But I don't yeah, think it was it's, it's hard to see if it's, like, truly a new innovation or if it falls into, like, a motion control connect kind of thing and it's I, like i don't know i think right you know? now it's somewhere in the middle yeah it's not word growth growth stages see you what's know? Funny, everything's tech demos at the moment and and this is where like the console generation leap thing is interesting because when xbox one came out arguably one of its biggest things is like you could just talk to your console and that's just how it works right and it's like that that was a major feature you, you think about the sizzle reel for the xbox one a huge portion of that was like ultra close ups of the fucking Kinect camera yeah, and all right. this stuff because they looked at it as an integral part of that system. And then ultimately they doubled back and now they like, you know, they have the strongest system on the market just from like a processing standpoint. Right. You know what I mean? So it's almost like they've, like, do we think that there's going to be another like flirt with a, a, like, I don't know, outside of the normal video game sort of technology or do we think it's going to be just like, like, is the PlayStation 5 just going to be, like, fucking 20 teraflops? Yeah. Holy shit. Well, I know? do think it's going to be that, too. I think... I don't think the VR thing that I'm talking about is going to be the end-all, be-all, but I think mm. that's an, that that will be a nice, just, like, toss-in. <sighs> okay. Um, sort of like the Kinect was, although you did pay for that. Um, but I think it's just going to... I think the graphics are... I, I We always think they can't get better. They can get better. I mean, if the new PS5 came out... <laughs> With the VR like bundle for an extra hundred dollars, yeah, I'd buy that. Obviously, I'd my buy thing that. is is like think about how people make games, right? Like, is more power necessarily better? Because I mean, think about how much time and how much expense is involved in more creating ba- a game that, that truly means... utilizes but they, all of that. But like, as we move forward, they optimize a lot of these techniques, so it becomes more widespread and easier to do for yeah. for every yeah. idiot. You yeah. know, I learned a lot from Jeff, too. You know, there, yeah, are, yeah. there are techniques that he's doing in games right now that 10 years ago were unthought of. You yeah. know, they're yeah, unspeakable. Yeah. Like, yeah. Let's, just take, let's just take matchmaking, for example, right? Matchmaking was such, like, a difficult thing at first when, like... Dude, I'm experiencing know, a thing right now with fucking port forwarding and stuff. Yeah. What the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When you have to get into, like, the inner workings of your modem to, like, figure out how to, like, allow people to access it right. through, the, like, the butt yeah. plug or something. Yeah. Sort. I don't understand. Like, on Photoshop, you can highlight something and just do, like, a content-aware fill. I've shown you this a couple times. But yeah. you can just take an object out of the foreground, and it'll just kind of, like, piece Pretend, in. Pretend, like, it knew what's behind it. Yeah. Like, it'll take the patterns from around it. Um, and it's just automating a tool yeah. that you already had. But it's just, boom, it's right yeah. there. And what used to be an advanced technique is, is now a, here's, pretty, here's a perfect example. pretty mundane. Here's okay. a perfect example. With the current generation, we are we have been given the opportunity to experience god of war a seamless transition from cinematic to gameplay through and through what's interesting is like how like that game i think is as good as it is because it's very like optimized for its platform yeah like it right. runs exactly correctly for yeah, its platform right. you know what i mean i think a, a big limitation for many other big budget <sighs> games is like their stability like how stable certain games are like absolutely i, I just listened to a preview you know that game days gone yeah it's yeah. coming out on playstation so, like, it's supposed to be all hyped up or whatever, and they just had, like, a new build come out before E3 for, I guess, people to speak, you know, knowledgeably about it. Yeah. Um, 
And one of the consensus that I heard from it is like, what's happening in the game is cool, but the whole thing runs at 15 frames per second. Ugh. And it's like, re- and it's definitely rough around the edges. And I'm just like, man, like, is it because there's too much going on in that game? Is it like too ambitious that it's like, they, you know, it's they can't... It's code optimization. It's like the ability for the system to compute numbers fast enough to produce the things that they want it to produce. I guess so. It could be too many, too many things, but it could but be... But it's so funny because I hear that and we're playing Hyrule Warriors and there's like a billion things on screen and we're like... You know, doing all these That's crazy true. graphic effects you know, and shit. Actually, it's funny that you mentioned that, but it's like it does take time for studios to like get used to their new digs. Essentially, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, hey, this is the new thing that you're going to be developing on, and then they look around, and they're like, "There's a lot of space here. Yeah. I don't know what to do with all the space." You know? And so now you're realizing that the PlayStation Five is at. You were mentioning this before. Is that at the end of its life cycle? And you were telling me why you were so excited about. You mean the four? Four, sorry, yeah. the four, uh, PlayStation Four. You're telling me how excited you are for the end of a life cycle of a generation yeah. of a console because, because of because all the best games come out you, at the end yeah. of a life cycle. So when you get the Last of Us, that's when yes. Halo Three came out. Yeah, yes, um, dude, it, these it's, gorgeous games that you're like, I cannot believe this is on the like, same. How is this console? even it was possible? Like, yeah. yeah, it was like every other game prior to this game like, was it, just a tech demo about, for the console. Way. This is a weird, a weird analogy, but like Uncharted Three came out on the same console as Uncharted 1. Like Wow, you're wow. right. And Uncharted 1 was a fucking mess. It looks like I played that. it looks I, like garbage. I played nowadays. them back to back. I, yeah. I played well 2 even looked great too. Yeah. But 1, yeah, 1 was like It's it looked jank as fuck. Yeah. But now if you play 3, it's like this mind-bendingly well-produced well, like, game like, like yeah. the first PS2 games or the first PS3 games are pretty much just like a slight upgrade over the last PS2 games. You know, yeah, like yeah. the jump is there, but they haven't figured out all the techniques. They haven't optimized it yet. Totally. So they really get into the meat of it. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, to me, it really felt like that with God of War. Yeah. Um, and well, even and Horizon it's looked like, great. It's like God of War came out on the same platform as Knack. Yeah. <laughs> and, Na- and Knack was like the technical showboat of the console. Yeah, that's came out, you know? It's nuts, uh, man. So I'm looking, I mean... If there's another three years, I I still think there's a lot you can I always, do. I always kind of forgive at least a year, maybe two, because like, you know, PlayStation is notorious for supporting their old consoles while the new console lives. I mean, they're still giving away PS3 games on PlayStation Plus or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Because they're thinking that people are still using that service. Just you know? for reference, too, know that PlayStation Three. PlayStation 3 came out 2006. PlayStation 4 came out 2013. So there were seven there's seven years between then and then, right? So for now we're in 2018. So we got at least at least maybe and then this isn't obviously like a, a a scientific fact, but you got another two years of PlayStation 4 before they actually come out with the PlayStation 5. Yeah. But that's also if it was to follow that, you know, follow that right. structure. I think it was before that's... it was PlayStation 2 to PlayStation 3 was like 5 years. That that's that so far that's been the longest gap. Like 360 and play, PS3 both lasted a very long time. Yeah. Well, because 360 was killing it. Yeah. I, I feel like there was, like, yeah, a very... Were... It was a very serious, like, revolution in games at that time. Because that's when, like, mm-hmm. online stores became, like, super popular. Yeah. And, like, uh, wow. Xbox Live Arcade was a huge deal. Like, that's like, interesting you th- mentioned that. Those inherently made that console generation way longer. Xbox... And, we, and we're seeing that with PlayStation 4 now. I mean, mm-hmm. ha- like, more than half of its library is taken up yeah. by indie games. Yeah. And also this stuff that's coming out digital. It's awesome. crazy. Yes. When I was a kid... Um, load of my dad. Uh, we he signed up to be an Xbox 
live beta tester. So no I way. was one of the first people ever to wow. play Xbox Live. You get to experience yeah, yeah. Xbox Live. I had never talked to another human like over headsets before, so that was like real crazy. That was really weird for me too. We were playing yeah. some weird racing blow up like shoot each other kind of no 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 just on xbox original xbox original xbox mm. we we're beta testing the multiplayer was and it we were, a water game were you playing blood wake no no no, no. it was like cartoony battle cars. cell damage no mm. I, I think i'll know it if i see it it's real wacky it's probably one of the Your first knowledge of video games. games it sounds me you I, know what I, like, it I bothers me when i don't know we'll what find this out <laughs> after the podcast and deal. i'll post it somewhere deal. Deal. but uh it's just crazy how far things have come even from then i know that's a little off topic but that's just no, gonna jog that memory. It's just crazy. You know what it's I was weird. just thinking of when you mentioned the PS3 a moment ago? What? Like, you know, everyone made a stick about PS4 Pro coming out and all this stuff. The PlayStation 3 had three revisions yeah. in, in its life cycle. It yeah. always they will always What's have up a slim version of it. Same thing with the I Xbox. The 360, there was the regular 360, then there was the Elite, and then there was the black one that actually worked. But the P- <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> then, you know. Wait, I'm thinking of the PS3 where they took away backwards compatibility right? yeah so yeah. ps3 had the first fat one that did have backwards compatibility then they have the one that you have there and then they had the uh george Foreman grill version that came out right. after that. <laughs> xbox if there's one thing xbox is doing right it's their backwards compatibility thing that's going on that's right now. Yeah. Be big for i them, really I, I really hope playstation like takes a note out of their book like the, the issue is this is the one advantage xbox has that it is very difficult for playstation to follow because the ps playstation now three architect architecture yeah or was it ps2 ps3 ps3 architecture so was different. a fucking mess yeah exactly. it was like really difficult to program yeah. for mm-hmm. and yeah. creating a virtual console of that from what i'm told is like nigh impossible. impossible yeah nigh impossible so right you now would ha- you would have to just like straight up create like a ps3 like hardware PS4. that can emulate it yeah exactly like, right you, and that's not what xbox is doing they well, it would be xbox too much is of always just a pc <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. it's always just been a boxed pc but if anything it's like it's cool that it shows that microsoft like respects their their history you know what i mean like they respect their players to say like hey here you go like you know you've but got not it. enough to make good triple a games uh, yeah, I yeah 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 <laughs> i guess yeah so. they, they strung us along on that pi- sea of pirates or what sea of thieves sea of pirates yeah sea of pirates sea of thieves for so long and then just just it just shed a turd but <laughs> it's like yeah, I mean, people it's like are still they knew talking it was bad, about and it. Like, this is all we have right now, so we're just going to keep stringing it along for a little while. People, I've read some articles that are like it's better now when people aren't playing. Aren't, there aren't as many people. Give in me it. a good two to three years, two years at least, and then maybe I'll try it. Like No Man's Sky, I'm thinking about going back into that again. Yeah, well, they were constantly updating that. I think they had something to prove. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's funny, though, when I think about the other generations, like Xbox 360 to the PS3. The PS3 was, like, only, like, solely my Demon Souls playing console. And then Xbox 360 became my everything console, you know? And then uh, it kind of switched this time around. I really love my PS4 Pro. Monster Hunter's so good. Anyway, so what's up, Justin? Sorry. Damage control. (laughs) Um, So... The, uh, whatchacallit. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not really sure what to expect when, when they say, like, oh, end of the generation or whatever. Like, I, I don't really think that we're going to be hearing about PlayStation 5 at this year's E3 press conference. Yeah. I mean. No. Definitely not. I mean, like, why would any news about this come out if they weren't teasing something like that? Uh, I mean, it, it's weird. Like, I, I don't think so because for me it's like. tease I, it out as much as, like, the CEO just kind of tweeted about it. I guess so. I guess it's like I'm not done with that system yet. You know what I mean? Like I, I, yeah, I just yeah. feel like it's. 
Like it hasn't reached Last its potential. But they've got to start developing it. Red at Dead some Redemption. Point. Yeah, that's totally fair. That's totally fair. No, I'm and I'm excited about it. Like I, I love new technology and every generation, as much as we kind of waffle about whether it's going to be worth it. Yeah. It is. It it either is right away or it's going to be. Yeah, yeah. completely. And having a powerful co- home entertainment console, they're always doing more. Like mm-hmm. you know what? I'm in. I'm definitely in. Yeah. Hmm. I I hope I hope whatever it is, it's good news. I mean, ugh, I don't know. You're right. Like it, they they do have to start developing it at some point. Ugh. You're not going to hear anything at E3. Yeah. No. If anything, we'll get Last of Us Two. We'll get maybe a little bit more Spider-Man footage. Uh, Dude, we we just watched a trailer for Spider-Man, or like part of a trailer before this uh, for Spider-Man, and I was like, "Holy fuck, it looks so good!" Like just graphically, it's like totally. You're not that pumped about it, right? Spider-Man, I was pumped after seeing the trailer. I'm not like at the level of pumped where it's like, "Wow, I'm gonna see that first thing show floor when we get to E3," because right. obviously that's obviously that's gonna be Smash. I mean, come on. But like, so if we're talking about like differences in hype level, I'm like, Spider-Man looks cool. Did I play the other Spider-Man games? No, but I saw a lot of the footage, and I was like, yeah, that's cool. you got to play every single one if you want to keep up with the story. No! <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Please don't. I'm no, totally kidding. There's I no don't. story. That's a, that's, a, that's the main reason Spoiler, why I Spoiler, Peter Parker Spider-Man. No! <laughs> <laughs> that's the main reason why I don't want to jump up to Mass Effect, because I'm like, i got to play the first and, se- well, first and second. But no. Oh, man. Franchise is done. That's another topic. Done, though. Yeah. What franchises are done in our eyes? That would be a great podcast topic, honestly. We're going to put that one in our back pocket for... Jet Force Gemini is not done. Jet It'll Force Gemini. Dude, honestly, <laughs> dude, could you imagine? Like, I actually was playing like an N64 copy of Jet Force Gemini the other day, and I was like, this would be an out-of-left-field IP that, that Xbox could talk about at their conference, and people would lose their shit. Oh, you know what? Xbox, they're so annoying. They have so many things they could do. They have and it they in don't. their yeah. pocket. They could it's, just pull that out and people would lose their shit the over it. the level of absurdity that it's almost like, Nintendo, why are you doing these things? It's like, Xbox, why aren't you doing these other things? They have some old, like, moderately popular titles they could even pull out and yeah. like, hey, here's a new version of this awesome game. Please Remember Mech Assault? Of course you do. Here's a new game. <laughs> of course you Your do. Your favorite robot game of all time? Right. We just made a new one. And we also have the controller for you. Dude, that would be incredible, actually. I love. Was, was it was it, right. Mecha, was it Mech Assault Two? Was that the one that was on original Xbox? I think the original Mech Assault was on original Xbox. Man, I just love that game. It was I, just like explosions, cool. Because like, people talk about Mech Warrior, which is a different game. Yeah, no, that's like a strategy game. Mech Assault is like a third person like action game. And man, you felt big yeah. and like, man, I. That's the game you like. Kind of your your Mech dies and he kind of falls over and then explodes and takes yeah. everything out. Yeah, yeah. Destructible buildings. Bring that back, man. What are you doing? Like they, they have it. They have there it in their are pocket. options. Let's not pretend Xbox like didn't on. have good games before Halo. And it's so funny because it's or like every, everybody like thinks like, oh man, like what are they going to do? Like whatever. And it's like, dude, they, they have so much at their disposal. Like any any rare owned title that that you know didn't have some sort of affiliation with Nintendo. Like they can't do a fucking Donkey Kong sixty four remake or something. But like Jet Force Gemini is totally theirs. Perfect Dark is totally theirs. Like. There's stuff I mean, you PlayStation do dragged God of War out of the gutter, to be honest, right? Like, Well, it was like it, God of War had its fan base that was always there. That but is they, true. But they truly did turn it into something completely new. And, and it was a smart series for them to take because it, it had room for improvement. Xbox needs to take take risks. That's not like ReCore. Yeah. Yeah. Because... What the fuck? How is that a risk? That was just like a weird move. I mean, it was a new IP, I guess. Is like, but you got the guys who made Mighty Number no. Nine to do it for you. Come yeah. on, like, it, you know what? 
It probably seemed like a good idea at the time. (laughs) (laughs) Probably did. Well, guys, it has been an awesome podcast. Thank you guys for talking with us. We got uh, E3 coming up in three weeks. Three weeks. Yeah, two and a half now. Yeah, we've got a zero exposure podcast coming up next week, so you can look forward to that. We're talking about Risk of Rain. Awesome game. Uh, And then the week afterwards, we're going to have our proper E3 predictions before we all fly out. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, should we, I feel like we should have this, made the trip longer. It's going to be know. my first one. I think we'll be okay. I yeah. think we'll be well, okay. Well, now that you don't have any... Like, we kind of shortened it for like, your commitment. Like, uh, we won't be able to go to Malibu one day and just hang out on the beach like bros with beers. But you know what? That's fine. That's all right. Or maybe we could do that. We, we will be just fine. Yeah. But for now, thank you, Alex. And thank you, Justin. Thank, thank you, you, Justin. Justin. <laughs> I was waiting for Liz. And it was yeah, funny. I, know. <laughs> I was like, oh, wait. <laughs> She's not here. And we will see you all on the next one. Peace out, everybody. Bye.